Today we're going to discover a beautiful matmon, a beautiful hidden treasure on Daflam al-Bayz, al-Bayz, and it's going to be found in Tosfus, actually. So the um, Gemara brings a brysa, Ha'ochel k'zayit truma b'shalem keren v'chomesh. The Torah tells us, v'zar lo yechalbo, a non-Kohen is not allowed to eat truma, um, and that's not just truma, but other matmos kahuna as well, so if we're not a Kohen, not allowed to eat it. And if we do eat it, we're in trouble on two scores. Number one is truma belongs financially to the Kohanim. So this financial ownership that, that, we're, um, that, that, that we're ignoring. And by eating truma, we're, um, we're consuming something that belongs to somebody else. So there's an Indian of gezel. There's, there's an Indian of theft immediately. In addition to that, truma is Kodesh. And, um, and eating, eating Kodesh requires kapora. So the one is, there's a chi of tashlumin, there's a chi of, of repayment, and there's a chi of kapora, which is why the Torah tells us you've got to pay keren v'choymesh. You've got to pay what you ate, the value of what you ate, plus choymesh, plus another 25%, which together, then an extra 25% means you've paid 20% of the, of the whole, that's the choymesh, one-fifth, uh, but it's 25% over the keren. And that's for the kapora, that's because because you've eaten Kodesh, and that's, and that's the Kapora. So there are these two elements with, with Truma. The Gemara has been talking about the fact of how you calculate this Chomish, this Keren and Chomish. How do you calculate the amount? Uh, and we've been talking about whether you calculate it Lefi Mido or Lefi or, or, or Momen. Do you have to work it, work it out by measurement? So if you ate a pound of apples that belongs to the Kohen, do you have to repay the value of a pound of apples? So if the market has changed in the meantime, you've got to give him back what he can buy a pound of apples with today, which could be higher or lower than it was then. Or is it Lefi Mido? Or, do you, or is it Lefi Moment? Do you work out how much <coughs> the amount was worth when you ate it? And that's what you repay him, and however much that's worth in terms of inflation or deflation. That's what the Gemara is busy talking about. But what the Gemara says, what the Bryce says here is that it's Yuchayev if you've eaten a Kazayas. How much do you have to take before the Chiyuv kicks in? This, the, the Karen plus Chomesh, a Kazayas. Abashol Omer, Abashol says, Ad Shove Pruta. You've got to have a Pruta worth. So, in, uh, so again, we're talking about, are we talking about the mass or are we talking about the value? So this, is, this whole Gemara is, is, is dealing with the interface between the value of the truma and the, and the volume of the truma. Is this about volume or about value is, is the issue. Um, and this piece of this brysa as well. Do you, are you chayev by, by having eaten a certain volume or are you chayev by having eaten a certain value? That's the Machlokis Tanakama and, and Abashol. And the Gemara says... My time at the Tanakama, why should it have to be a Kazais? It's the, the, the Torah tells us that you've got to, it, it applies if a man eats Kodesh Bishgoga by mistake. This only applies if you do it by mistake. If it's on purpose, then the Allah is different. It says if a man eats, so it's about the act of eating. How do you define an act of eating in Allah by a Kazais? If it's less than a Kazais, we don't call it a significant act of Achila. Says, You've got to give him a, the Karen and the Chomesh. And if you don't have to pay as much, if you have to pay less than a Prusa, that's not giving. 
You don't give somebody less than a pruta. That's not called giving. Says Tosfos. The Rabbonin agree with that, that Nesina has to be a pruta. The only thing is the Rabbonin say, but here it says achilo. So since it says achilo, it's, it's, there's got to be volume. It's not only about value. But, but the principle of where it says give, it means a significant giving, which means at least a pruta, at least a minimum coin. Then Tosvis asks a string of questions and gives many examples where the Torah says venosan, and it doesn't have to be a pruta. The one is a chito achaspoteris sakeri. If you've got a whole pile of, of wheat, you can take one, technically you can take one piece, one grain, and it, and it frees the whole pile of truma. That's not how we pass in Lamaisa, but because with Rabonin you've got to give a hundred, over a hundred. But, um, but technically it's mashu, just something. And it says, Venosan, Ben It says you must give the Kohen. And yet you can just do a grain. So you see, Nasina doesn't have to be a, a pruta. <coughs> An important Gemara in, in Bova Metziah that we use all over Shas that talks about Chalipin. If you coin something, if you acquire something by exchange, then the object you use for the exchange doesn't have to have monetary value. Even if it's a, though it says venosan, you shall give it to your friend. So you see, in the sinner doesn't need a a shove pruta. The gabi get If you wrote a get on paper on on parchment, which is also by no, it has no value. You can use it as as a kinyan. So many examples, and this tosvus appears in various different places in Shas in different forms, and it also appears in the tosvus arosh in slightly different forms. But let's deal with the form in this tosvus, because I want to, us to understand in the answer a foundational principle about compensation, about payment. Here you definitely need a shove pruta, according to Abba Shol. And the Chachomim technically agree with that. Because there are two elements here. There's the word Nesino, but that alone is not enough. We've got lots of cases where it says Netina, it says Venatan, and it doesn't mean a, a pruta's worth. It means anything. It doesn't have to have monetary value. So that's the question. Does giving have to have monetary value or not? Can you give something to somebody that isn't worth anything? Is that called giving? Says the, so Tosfos says, yes, I've given you three cases where the Torah calls it giving, even though it doesn't have monetary value. But this is different. Because here you have the word netina, but you're also talking about tashlumim. This is payment. And this is like the obligation to return a gazelo, something you've stolen, which you're only obligated from a, from a financial perspective if what you stole is worth a shave pruta, is worth a pruta. But if it's not tashlumin, it doesn't have to be a shave pruta. So here's the yesod. And I'm going to show you the yesod and then the application of the yesod. And how one can cut through a whole discussion among, among poskim. And from the Tosfus, you can cut right through it. What does tashlumin mean? Tosfus says, here it's tashlumin. Those three cases I've given you, it's not tashlumin. What does tashlumin mean? Tashlumin, come, tashlumin means payment. But in, in Loshan HaKodesh, every word has, there's a philosophy to a word. 
It's not like English or French or German where there's a word that people agree. Payment. What does payment mean? It means nothing. But we agree. We know what payment means. But in Hebrew, in Loshon HaKodesh, what does Tashlumin mean? It comes from the word Shalem, which means to make someone whole. Tashlumin is compensation. When you've taken something from somebody, you have to make them whole again. You may have taken something because you're trading. You've taken a commodity. Now you've got to make them whole again. You've got to pay for what you took. It might be because of Gazela. You stole something from them. You've got to make them whole again. It might be because of Nezikin. You, you damaged them. You've got to make them whole again. Tashlumin means to make somebody whole. When you're making somebody whole, it involves a quantitative measurement. If I stole 100 from you, I can't give you 99. That's not making you whole. <clears throat> if I bought an item worth 100 from you, I can't give you 85. That's not making you whole. Tashlumin is a measurement. It's quantitative. And a measurement, the smallest calibration of the measurement of, of tashlumin is a pruta. Less than a pruta is like less than a millimeter. You, can't, there's no, you don't use that in measurement. A pruta is the smallest measurement. So where it says natina with tashlumin, with making somebody whole, you've got to work in prutas and more. You can't work in less than prutas. That's not tashlumin. However, when it's just natina and it's not tashlumin, then it doesn't matter. Because then it's about the object. So if a little kid takes out a, a little piece of paper from their pocket that is less than a Shove Pruta, but it's precious to them, and they give it to you as a gift, that's precious. Because it's Nitina, it's not Tashlumin. If, if somebody owes you, if you then take this thing and you give it to somebody you owe $100 to, and you say, my child gave me this and it was precious, so I'm giving this to you instead of the debt, that's not going to work. It's good for Natina, but it's not good for Tashlumin. That's, what, that's what's important. And therefore, when, we, when we're interacting with people, you've always got to clarify in your mind, is this Tashlumin or is this Natina? Am I initiating something? It's an act of chesed, in which case anything's wonderful. So it's the gesture, it's the intention. But if it's Tashlumin, you've got to check that it's the right, the right amount. So when we give... <coughs> When, when, we're doing, when we're reciprocating to somebody, you've got to ask yourself, am I reciprocating enough? Is this valid tashlumin? And sometimes you can't. We said, if somebody does, opens their home to you, you owe them your life. How do you, where is the tashlumin? How do you reciprocate? You can't. But at least know that. At least know there's a delta between my payment and what I owe. And when we do things for Hashem, that's why they're called chiyuvim. Why is a mitzvah chiyuv? Because Hashem's chesed creates an indebtedness. So when we do what we're meant to do with Hashem, is it tashlumin or is it chesed? Are we just, is this netina or is this tashlumin? It's tashlumin, no? Chavis Havovis is based on that. So if it's tashlumin, we've always got to know the delta. So I'm davening shach is good. Is that a good tashlumin for the Rebbein Shalom? Of course not. It's a little tiny in something compared to all the chesed Hashem does. At least we need to know that we're indebted that we haven't paid the full amount. That's tashlumin. That's why quantity becomes important when you're dealing with tashlumin. So the poskim deal with the question of tzedakah. Can you be mekai mitzvah tzedakah with less than a pruta? Are you, are you doing an act of tzedakah if you give less than a pruta? So now using the yesod from Tosfot, what does this depend on? Is, is tzedakah tashlumin or is tzedakah an initiation of a chesed? What would you say? Which is it? It's netin, it's not tashlumin. You don't owe the person anything. It's not tashlumin. So therefore, pruta doesn't apply. 
Therefore, one, one should be able to be mekayim tzedakah, with, even, with, even with a gesture. Someone to say that, then it's a maisa chesed, it's not tzedakah if it's not a pruta. And based on the tzedakah, I would disagree with that and say, but tzedakah, it doesn't have to be a pruta. Because by tzedakah, you're not repaying, there's no tashlumin. Whatever you give is something, and, and the only can put it together with other donations, and it's a mitzvah tzedakah, it doesn't matter. Sorry? The chiv tzedakah is to Hashem. That's correct. So to Hashem, there's a tashlumin. But that doesn't have to be, that is to do the ma'aseh chesed, and then one's doing a mitzvah. So the question is, is this a mitzvah? With the less than the pruta, have you done a mitzvah? In which case, you're paying something back for the Rebbeinu Shalom. Or isn't it a mitzvah at all? It's a meaningless gesture. I would say, based on the Tosfot, since we give, we're no ten tzedakah, we're not mishalem tzedakah. But there's nowhere you'll see a chayav l'shalem tzedakah. You won't see the, the, the term tashlumin with tzedakah. But tzedakah, it's netina without tashlumin. Yes, it's money. That's why the post can get confused. Because you're dealing with money. And Tzedakah says tashlumin, when it's money, there's, it's got to be pruta. No, Tzedakah doesn't say when it's money. Tzedakah says when it's tashlumin. And tzedakah is not tashlumin. Tzedakah is netina. Uh, and therefore, in, in everything we do, just to be mindful. It's a wonderful thing to, to notice. Am I doing an act of Am I gifting or am I repaying? If I'm reciprocating, let me check, is it, is it an appropriate reciprocation? And if I can't reciprocate appropriately, at least let me acknowledge that. And if it's a gesture, it's not a reciprocation, then whatever I give with a good heart is valuable and valid. Mm.